Hello, and welcome to another episode of Coaster Kings A through Z. I'm Ian, and the letter of the week is I from Credit Coaster. After the success of Epcot Center at Walt Disney World, which opened in 1982, plans to expand California's Magic Kingdom began to be tossed around almost immediately. After a few failed concepts, including Disney Sea, which was going to be located in Long Beach, Westcott, and an attempt to turn Knott's Berry Farm into Disney's America, a plan was crafted to transform Disneyland into a full-fledged resort, utilizing the park's massive parking lot. This expansion would include a massive new hotel, an entertainment district, and the much-awaited second California park, Disney's California Adventure. Conceived with budgetary constraints in mind, California Adventure purported to allow visitors to step into a California postcard, experiencing highlights of the state in three districts, the Hollywood Pictures Backlot, Golden State, and Paradise Pier. At its 2001 opening, it became quickly apparent that the park's overall concept was dead on arrival. The idea of theming a park to California attractions, many of which are within an hour's drive from um, Disneyland, was a bit of a head-scratcher, and none of the themed areas were tied to a specific time, making the theme all the more confusing. The park also suffered from a distinct lack of signature attractions. I mean, Disney is known for their elaborate dark rides, and Superstar Limo was the only Disney-style dark ride present at the park's opening. Within the internal kind of grim reviews of the park, a few bright spots did emerge. The public fully embraced the unique flying theater soaring over California. And while it was obviously not especially Disney, thrill-seekers and the general public as well were quick to praise the park's innovative roller coaster, California Screamin'. Named after the famous Mamas and the Papas songs California Dreamin', and designed by the legendary coaster designer Warner Stengel, and manufactured by Swiss firm Intamin, California Screamin' built upon Intamin's looping coaster technology, which they had premiered with Disneyland Paris's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Peril. Anchoring the park's Paradise Pier District, California Screamin' was molded after old-school seaside wooden roller coasters, and actually kind of acts as a backdrop for the entire park as it sits in the back of the park. At 6,072 feet, or 1,850 meters, and featuring a single vertical loop wrapping around a silhouette of Mickey Mouse, California Screamin' opened as the world's second longest looping coaster taking the title for the longest looping coaster upon King's Island's removal of Son of Beast's loop in 2007. Its sprawling layout also includes um, two magnetic launches, and this was still pretty early in the magnetic launch technology. Um, it's worth noting that the first kind of like headline LIM launch coasters were the Flight of Fear coasters at the Paramount's King's Island and King's Dominion in 1996. A linear induction motor launch from 0 to 55 miles per hour, or 89 kilometers per hour, in 4 seconds, starts the ride off, 
And then a series of LIM boosters carry the train up the top of the ride's highest at 122 feet hill, halfway through the layout. The ride also features distinctive scream tubes, metal tubes which wrap around the coaster's major drops to prevent the sound from traveling to nearby residential neighborhoods. When Disney announced a $1.1 billion remodel and expansion of California Adventure, the intention seemed to take Paradise Pier to a specifically turn-of-the-century place, informed by the Victorian details that were present in 2008's Toy Story Midway Mania. However, despite some small changes, a full overhaul of the area never materialized, and California Screamin' retained its vaguely 1950s outdoor queue and station. When an overhaul of the area was announced, it was to be reimagined as Pixar Pier, retaining the general boardwalk theme, but focused on popular Pixar properties. California Screamin' was to be rechristened Incredicoaster, and themed to the 2004 Pixar film The Incredibles and its 2018 sequel. When it opened in 2018, guests were treated to mostly the same ride experience, but with an overarching story about the coaster being rethemed to honor the Incredibles and baby Jack-Jack escaping the care of Edna Mode and chaos ensuing. The ride's scream tubes were fully enclosed and now provide show scenes with characters of the film. Also added was an infamous set of Jack-Jack babies on sticks alongside the ride's bunny hill sequence. The ride's original boardwalk-slash-rock soundtrack has been replaced by an orchestration of Michael Giacchino's score of The Incredibles. Like Pixar Pier, reactions to the update have been pretty mixed. It did little to make the um, coaster and the land more cohesive, and is not especially imaginative. At the end of the day, it really is still California screaming. And while Giacchino's music is undeniably great, it is hard to compare to the ride's original music that was composed specifically for it. Despite the many changes in its park, in, in its park, Incredicoaster has endured as a park headliner for over 20 years. It may be the least Disney of the Disney coasters, but it also remains a special and unique example of Disney going outside of their comfort zone to stunning result. Unlike the time they bought an off-the-shelf SNS space shot, that can remain firmly in history. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure to visit thecoasterkings.com for park updates, um, for ride merchandise. We're going to be all going to the parks here soon as they start all the regional parks in America. The seasonal regional parks start opening up. Again, for Coaster Kings Radio, this is Ian. Join us next week for another episode of Coaster Kings A through Z.